Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Today on Len Calls the Heart, we talk about Elizabeth loses her job. Jack loses his friends, and we all lose our minds with that preview. And we have special guest Brian Bird in studio. Don't go anywhere, Hardys. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV. We are here doing When Calls the Heart After Show, Season 4, Episode 5, Heart A of a Teacher. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. Joining us, we have special guest. Oh, oh yes. music. Brian Bird's back in studio. Hey, Artie's. Hi, Brian. Executive producer, showrunner of this show. Welcome back. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Yeah, where can everyone follow you on social media? I am on Twitter at BR Bird, B I R D. Spelled just like Larry, but he's much handsomer than me. And Larry was a great player. <laughs> he's a great player. And she likes James, basketball. I do. I love the Celtics as well. Yes. <laughs> she does. She does. Oh, I was like, uh oh. In, in Laker Clipper country, she loves yes, the Celtics. I know, I know. That's why I don't really talk about it. But James. And you know who I am. I'm James Lott Jr. You can follow me at James Lott Jr. everywhere in the universe. Yes, That's we have right. a great episode ahead of us. Heart of a Teacher. Yes. Lots of thoughts of this episode, James. Let's start with you. Okay, I'm going to tell, tell Papa Hardy over here. You made me cry. <laughs> I'm sorry, your show made me cry. I had anxiety attacks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was over. I'm like, wait a minute, it's over? I'm like, it's, it, it, the hour went by so fast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, it seriously yes. did. Because this season, we were saying this, there's a lot packed in the season. There is, there is. And uh, you know what? I want to give a shout-out to Robin Bernheim and the writing staff of this show. They're fantastic. And Robin has actually been sort of in the driver's seat of of the creative. We we chime in with our ideas and our notes, and Michael and I and and the other executive producers, but she's been fantastic. And a lot of that anxiety, you can blame on her. Okay, Robin, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I had to drink some tea afterwards, some some, some tiny tea I had to, yes. Um, how'd you feel, Marissa, about the episode? I really enjoyed this episode. Um, I, I think it had a lot of emotional upheavals. And being a woman watching these, what these women are yeah. going through, I'm so happy we're on the right side of history. <laughs> it was very frustrating, but it was, it was good frustrating because we know that's not exactly what it's like now that we've evolved past that. But knowing that's how they were treated back then by men, by just society, it's frustrating to watch. But it's great for drama. And I, I think the show does a great job of honing in on on those social issues. And another thing I said, I was saying this whole season, is that this season I can relate to it because there are things still happening today. Mm. It's really yeah. relevant. Because so I live, in, I live in a town where we're getting a train coming through our town. It's the metro, uh, but we're having expansion happening. And and all this stuff happening. I'm like, oh my god, I can relate to. There's more jobs and people are getting displaced. That we just, it's completely timeless. Right. That's why I, this, this is my favorite season so far. I, I love the season. Well, you know, the thing is, is that we're doing history, but we have to do it in such a way that it is relatable, mm-hmm. right, to uh, to the Hardys and to the fans of When Calls the Heart in, in, a, in, in somewhat of a universal or contemporary way. And I, you know, I'm responding constantly on on our Facebook community <laughs> to yes. the history buffs, <laughs> I'll call yes. them buffs, yes. uh, in the audience who say, the hair is so beautiful, and the makeup is so so pretty right. and so bright, and the clothes are so so beautiful. This is you know the West, and I and and what I want to say is nobody wants to watch people on TV who haven't bathed in a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's called dramatic license. It's called you know there's, there's yes. things you may change. They're not really changing the history or change. It's like you just they're cleaned up. They're a little. I mean, they right. probably a little. And different. you have yeah. to make history somewhat sort of understandable, relatable. Mm-hmm. So if 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 the circumstances of Hope Valley are so unrelatable, yeah. then I don't think the audience you know participates because that's mm-hmm. the goal of. Storytelling, you want the audience to actually be sucked into your world, and you don't want to let them go until you're ready to let them go. 
But if they yeah. come in and they and they're and they're thrown by things, mm-hmm. they check out. They say, "I want. I, I need a snack, mm-hmm. right? What am I going to have for a snack after this? That's a bad thing. You don't it want is. them to be thinking about their <laughs> their midnight snacks. You want them to be engaged and." Uh, so it's a it's a wrestling you know match to to kind of give them a sense of the history and the authenticity of that without being so authentic that it's kind of off putting right. because I've seen TV shows like that that I go, eh, you know it's sort of there's a there's an ick factor. <laughs> yes. Right, mm-hmm. and I feel with people's attention spans so shorter nowadays. Yes, um, it, it's good to have a show that's so packed with so many great storylines yeah. that keeps. The audience still mm-hmm. watching and engaged, and it's just riveting content to talk about. And it's still a timepiece. Like I said, people are going to, I mean, yes, you're not going to please everybody. Right? People are going to pick little things like the hairstyle and stuff, but like it's still not set in 1970s. I mean, it's like it's set back, yeah. it's still set back then. So it's, right. to me, it's authentic enough. I have no problem with it. Yeah, but we're talking about issues that are still yes. relevant. Let's yes. talk about Elizabeth. I mean, she was humongous in this episode, as every episode. Yes. But this issue with Thomas Higgins. The superintendent, superintendent of the school back in Hamilton and in that area, having this false allegation letter. And now this is, is this the same Thomas Higgins from the book? Brian, you're shaking your, it's your head. The, yes. So Thomas Higgins was actually in the original pilot movie yes. for the show that we did. It's been four years ago now. Wow. And this is the first time we've, we've sort of invoked him yeah. again, which I love. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. I love. And, uh, you know, if, if anybody has seen that original pilot movie on the Hallmark Channel, uh, mm-hmm. there was advances towards mm-hmm. Elizabeth by this guy, and she rebuffed him as any good young woman in 1910 would do. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got some revenge here. Mm-hmm. He did. What were your thoughts, James? Yeah, cause, cause, because men, they, you know, back then, you, you know, we saw throughout the episode, they have a certain mindset. Women were to be in this place over here. I could talk to you however I want. I could treat you however I want to. And it's okay. Right. And, but, there's, but there were women who were coming up now saying, no, it's not okay. So there was, a, there was already a, a, you know, a buffering going happening already with that. Because they didn't have the rights fully yet, right? But it was like it's, it's just I love it. It's just it's just it's, it's just yeah. That's my feeling. Well, we're that. seeing uh, you know in Hope Valley this season. Uh, there have been a lot of great episodes and storylines about the women sort of being strong. Mm-hmm. You know, this is something that's been a theme in the show for us that we've wanted to portray a community full of strong women who have had to overcome incredible hardship, who are resilient. You know, persistence beats resistance, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's a that's a a real truism in, in Hope Valley. But it's interesting now mm-hmm. because the men are pushing back, right? Some mm-hmm. of the men, yeah, some not of them, all yeah. of them, yeah. but some of the men. Yeah. And uh, you know, e- even Ray Wyatt, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, putting his hands on. Oh, I know Faith. Oh, Nurse Faith. Oh my God! I was like, what? Not you cool. know? And now, and then we had to have Carson come in and save the day a little mm-hmm. bit there mm-hmm. because he's an actual, you know, m- you know, man of integrity, yes, and not a snake. And so, you know, I think it's important, as you say, to you know, we're echoing, we're still echoing themes that exist yeah, today, sadly, yeah. right? Yeah. And and we're you know the audience loves those women. Yes. And they love some of the men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Yes. Marissa, I'm telling you about that. Yes, he does. Yes. <laughs> but they okay. they don't want those men to be, you know, to uh, be t- t- doing a coup d'etat on the town, which is sort of what's happening right now. It is. There's a lot yeah. of, we were saying that when Paul was here, there's a lot of alpha men on the show this season. Yep. It's a lot. Yes. Running around. This is interesting. And the women, you, you guys have given them stronger storyline this season of trying, like I said, pushing back with Abigail and other things. It's like, this is really interesting to see these men and women divide. It still does happen today, sadly, in some places. And the men have to cheat in order to get what they want, too, by the way. Oh, so, yeah, terrible, yeah, exactly. Terrible. We'll definitely get into yes. it, but talk about... Like, but Elizabeth, it's gonna, it's kind of cool to have her um, go go back there and see him. And then try to really, and, her, and Abigail mm-hmm. going with her. Yes. And them trying to figure this out, almost like a PI kind of thing. It was kind of fun. Best friends kind of trying to figure this out. I right. think it was really great that Elizabeth went back and to actually confront him and mm-hmm. in a very professional yeah. tact. And just, I am asking you to retract this statement that you mm-hmm. said about me because this, you're causing my job. You're, mm-hmm. I lost my job and this is, you know, my reason for being. And it's very frustrating that it's just the power position that the superintendent is in yeah mm-hmm. people are going to listen to him 
Higgins and not Elizabeth. And that's so true in today's society where women are in a lowlier position and they're afraid to speak up. Yep. Yeah, and I did say, okay, so the, I asked Marissa, Marissa saw it first, because uh, I had shows yesterday, and I said, am I going to cry? Do people here know that, you know, now I'm crying all the time now. <laughs> yeah. I, I never like to cry on TV, now I'm crying on TV all the time. Um, but I did get teary-eyed when the women before she left, and the women came together. Yes. And it was like, you know, first Rosemary comes in, you know, and then it's, it's, everybody started coming in, she's like, oh my God, it's like Grand Station here. And the women came in, and when Rosemary says, we're not just friends, we're family, and I just thought, I loved it. Lost like a baby, just like a baby. I thought, Great again, it, remi- it reminds me of, like, my own family. So we may fight, we may say things, do things, but when someone outside... Don't mess with us. Don't mess with us. Right. right. And she's a good teacher. Everybody knows she's a good teacher. No matter what you think about anything else, they all know she's a good, effective teacher. And it just shows how far that Elizabeth has come along in that community, yes. that people, she's that involved now, that people truly care about her. She used she's to connected be, to everybody. Florence used to call her princess. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And e- even Daddy wasn't the yeah. as, you know, receiving and receptive towards Elizabeth at the beginning no, either. No, she wasn't. Right. But I like they all came together at the end. It was just like before she left, they gave her like a good send off. Like we're here, we're good. you're gonna fight, you're gonna figure this, we're gonna fight this. I mean, yep. I just love again the sense of community that that this show presents. I, I love it. The village, I love yeah. that. Well, it's it's uh, it's it's on purpose, uh, but it's also organic to just the the, the theme mm-hmm. of the show is that this is a community of people that care about each other, right? Like you said, they may squabble from time to time, but they do care about each other, and you know. The culture needs that, it, I think. I and think, I, yeah. you know, we're sort of kind of imploding a bit and, and constantly bickering and fighting mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. People are polarized. You know, you you can't post certain things on Facebook because your own family might not talk to you again. <laughs> you know, right. that's not a good mm-hmm. environment. So, hey, th- we think when calls the heart is like um, vitamins in the water. You know, <laughs> yeah, I know. good yeah. nutrition, and 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 so it, it's great that you guys are picking up on those themes because that's it, what's intended <laughs> for sure, and uh, it's what's I think you know makes the Hallmark Channel such a yes. positive mm-hmm. place on the cable spectrum, on the TV spectrum, uh, and I love when I hear that Hardy's just sort of basically have it tuned to the Hallmark Channel. 24-7. Yeah, I do. Right? I do. Whatever comes she does, on. She does. <laughs> I certainly do. My mom does. They all, they all do. They all do. And it's just, it's one of those, she's retired now. She's like, I watch my channel all the time. Because it's this great program. All these great actresses and actors and stories. And they love it. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's just great content no matter what time of the day you're yeah. watching it. Honestly. Yeah. And anything you're watching on the Hallmark Channel and anything Crown Media is just... It's so positive mm-hmm. that you're not worried that it could, you know, deter your, your day or anything. Yeah, right. So... Right. Well, I love it. Yeah, and I also like that Elizabeth was like, Jack, I'm okay. I will go on my, I'll figure this out. Which was good because she, she, she didn't need him there, you know, you know, buffing up to, you know, him. It, was, it was good that she, the ladies went on their own and took care of that. Yeah. And try to take care of that. I, I, I did like that send off. That was yeah. a nice kiss goodbye. That yes. was, um, Sweet and endearing, um, but also when well, I'll, I'll just say if you like that one, you're going to need to watch this. Okay, Brian, oh, <laughs> he's stirring the pot already, you guys. He's, the, he's, he's an invisible spoon with him right now. He's stirring the pot. It only took us ten minutes. It's okay. <laughs> we got a long show ahead of us. But when Elizabeth and Abigail are, you know, trying to face uh, Higgins, they're like, "Let's do something." Strong women on yes. mission. I love it. Um, but they they had the great idea of writing letters to all the other mm-hmm. women who might have been affected by Higgins. And I thought that this episode was going to be wrapped in the, this whole situation yeah, and conflict was going to be wrapped in one episode. No, it's no. going to keep going. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is not a quick resolve. Yeah, and I was shocked by that too, actually. No, and and you know, in case you haven't noticed that. Each two episodes of this show are very linked, mm. right? Okay, yeah. Now, there are big stories that go through the whole season, yeah. right? Big big character arcs. But each two episodes are coupled in such a way is that we, we, we set up storylines and then try to resolve some of them. Not all of them, but some of them in the second half of that block of episodes. And uh, it's a... Uh, there's a big show in on you know in, in on the BBC called Sherlock Sherlock. Oh yes, Sherlock. So good. It's a great so show. Well, it's it's exactly well. what they do. It's exactly <laughs> yeah. what they do. Right. It's brilliant. Yeah. Such a great show. 
Um, I'm the one that teaches like the one. Yeah, I, I do the after show for that as well. I watch a lot of Sherlock, um, <laughs> which kind of goes into my predictions later. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I, I like this mission that they're on, mm. and hopefully we do hear from the women, yeah. uh, the other women, yeah. that might speak up and help get Elizabeth. She has to be a teacher. She has to be yeah. a teacher. She has to go back and be a teacher. She needs to be exonerated. Well, so. I think that... Something's going to have to get fixed because Mr. Stoneman's going to be talking to himself now. Yes, right? I know. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the children, shall yes. we? Okay, I want to say this. I said this beforehand. I had an anxiety attack. Thank you, Robin, for the anxiety attack. I didn't realize how <laughs> protective I was of the kids. And the scene that got me, and I, I was out of jumping out of my skin was the Emily scene. Emily. We kept breaking the pencil because she mm-hmm. wouldn't hold the, pen, the pencil the right way. I I couldn't... I was like... I, I needed like Xanax or something. I could not <laughs> hold it together. I was so upset. Right. It's acting. It's just acting. I know, but I was completely in that scene going, stop being mean to her. So what happened to you as a kid then, if you <laughs> want to share? Well, I'm, I'm left-handed. So back when I was a kid, they didn't want me to be left-handed. Oh. They tried to make me right-handed. Try to correct you. Yes. Yep. So I, did, but wait, oh, I didn't even think about that. Maybe it did just kind of like bring something up for me. Yeah. Oh, that's Absolutely. interesting. Push the button there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have a moment. So I lay on the couch where they just tell me all about my life. I just, I just, I just had a moment there. Oh, my Thank God. You think about that. I, I, I loved, when I first read that script, I loved the idea that the kids basically became Martin Luther King. They did. Right? Oh, like Cody. Let my Cody. That's right. Revolution. I wrote in my notes, the youngest revolution ever. Yeah. <laughs> it was right. great. It was totally, yes. Right. There was a great movie several years ago called Amazing Grace and Chuck. If you haven't mm-hmm. seen it, mm-hmm. and it was all about sort of nuclear plural- proliferation, mm-hmm. you know, in in the Cold War and all this, and kids decided to go mute and oh. not talk anymore until these world leaders got their stuff together. Wow! wow. Right? It was a really interesting story, and so there's you know there's there's whispers of that idea in 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 the heart of a teacher this week, and I and I love it. I. You know, for kids to stand up and say, no more injustice, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're not threatening violence. No. We're just going to walk out. <laughs> they did, they did too. We're on yeah. strike now. I love that. I love, I, they did. I love that because it just shows the, the impact that Elizabeth has had yes. on yeah. these children. Because she's not even in the room, no. and yet they're living her, her philosophy and her teaching, and I think that's great. And the whole idea of bad things happen if good people don't do anything. Um, and I was like, yeah, Cody, what a little I man. Know, I know, I know. This was like fist pump moment. Well, yes. as, as opposed to robots in the classroom, which Mr. Stoneman clearly yes. wants, mm-hmm. right? Yes. These kids are thinking for themselves, mm-hmm. which is exactly how Elizabeth teaches, right? Well, I love, yes. how, I love how she ran down to him each of the kids' things. Right. Like she knows. I mean, she's the best teacher on earth. Um, I want her to be my teacher. I want to learn some more stuff. Um, I say it all the time. Uh, but no, but she knew each what the the PE plays piano. She makes them good, and then she does this, and he, I mean, she knows her students. Right. And he was just like, no, it's like uniform. One th- again, timely also uh, about education. And it's like, no, if you do it this way, I've been right. a teacher for fifteen years. This is how we do it. Right. Yeah, and it just shows like how intimate she actually gets with yes. each child that she knows how they learn how they process information, how they open and grow. And I thought that was very telling of her that she cares more about these children than like how they do it, not the way they do it. You know. And I was mad about Brownie too. Let me touch him Brownie. <laughs> oh I don't touch Brownie. I, I, I seriously had an anxiety attack Papa Hardy. I a, I, I'm older. <laughs> I shouldn't have brownie. anxiety. I have high, high blood pressure. I was like, poor Brownie. Don't get out of her hands. Oh my God. Yeah. It's crazy. Brownie's it's, banished. Brownie's banished. <laughs> yeah, Brownie's banished. Brownie's part of the student body. He in there. He got marginalized to the desk. <laughs> like, oh no, don't. He's in the front of the desk. Lay off Brownie. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was a great moment for the children. And even Elizabeth's talk with them at the end. Right. And I think it, it was great that she took the high road as well. It's like, I know it's very unfortunate, but you do still have to treat him with respect and be on your yep. best behavior. I love that moment, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because she could have, like, been like a divorced spouse and mm-hmm. poisoned the well. Right? Yes. Yeah. Right. With the kids. Right. But that's the Hope Valley way. What she did there, taking the high roads, Hope Valley Way. Now, the men don't. Not all the men do, right? Uh, But those women know their great virtues, right? They do. They (laughs) do. And I want to ask you guys, both of you guys, so that scene where he's kind of listening in, 
and he kind of smiles. Does it mean he's changing over, or is he still? What do you guys think? Oh, that's in my prediction. That's your prediction. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought you guys could, that scene was kind of like was he softening, or is he? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I thought just the look on his face. It yeah. seems like he kind of just respected her as a person. Yeah, yeah. Like even though that he's not teaching the way that she would mm-hmm. want to, that she, uh, he knows that what kind of person she is. Well, you know, the, the thing about villains, right? And we have a few of them now, yes. right? Yes. Not just Henry Gowan. Yeah. The thing about <laughs> yeah. villains is that they were somebody's baby once. Yeah. Every villain yeah. was somebody's baby once. You know, they're human beings. And most good villains in any drama have a piece of the truth. Yes. Like right? That. Yes. They're not cartoons. They're not one-dimensional, you know, cardboard cutout people. They should have some depth and some humanity. And so... We, we never, you know, when we're, you know, building stories for anything, and Robin and her team, they, they know these these are some of the only writer superpowers TV and <laughs> film writers have, right? Yeah. Um, they know that every villain needs to have a piece of humanity in them so that, that, that we can, you know, and they're believable. Yeah. And, you know, that you can kind of empathize with maybe something they're going through. You're right. Yeah. If they're too cartoonish, right. then they're not good. You're just like, oh, okay. They right. don't really care. Right. But if they have a little bit of humanity in there, you're like, oh, my God. Or okay. if they say something that's true, right. it makes you think a little that's bit. That's true, too. Right? That's, that's very true. It's very true. I, th- I thought Rosemary had one of the best moments in this episode, yes. sticking up for Elizabeth. <laughs> what a great fan she has become towards yes. her. And in so Rosemary-like fashion, um, she kind of makes it about herself, but she does, yes. <laughs> underneath it all, she does truly care about Elizabeth. Yes. I think so, the, the, yeah. Way she, yeah, the way she said everything Please and how she went out to... And she and 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 she um, and and I love how you know the question back is so which one is your kid in my classroom? Right. Yeah. And Go away. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that how Rosemary this season especially is. I mean, she's getting some really good three dimensional time. Yeah. We're yeah. seeing it, and she's still polarizing. Some people are still like, "Oh my gosh, she's too much," and some people love her. Like I've grown to love her since when she first started. I didn't like her that much, of right. course, her character, right. and now I, I love her. But she's not just a comic relief anymore. She's she's morphing into other stuff, isn't she? Yep, she's one of them. You know, mm-hmm. she's been in, in, integrated into the town and into the value, values of all the people. And I think marriage suits her well, right? Yep. Um, and she's no longer a threat to Elizabeth in that way, at least. Yes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yes. which which is great. And she's been a confidant, and I'll give her that for yeah. you know everything mm-hmm. that she's been through in in the show. She had one of the best lines: "Everything in this town is my business." Yes, I know. <laughs> it was so hurt. It was the so hurt. The biggest laugh. Yeah, I oh, did. I goodness. did laugh when she said that. That's like the biggest. Yeah, thing. his that nasty was awesome. red pencil grading papers. <laughs> <laughs> How she describes the children at first? Well, at first they were like these unruly, this and sticky. It was like it's just kind of. Funny, and I love, I love, I, like, I what, love what a great uh, girlfriend, you know. You, you hate your the, the friends or the you know, the people that your friends yes. are having issues with, yes, you know? of course. It's just that, that blind loyalty that you that's have, that's right. right. We do that, but she definitely showed it. Only I get to put her down, yes. right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I love um, that. No, that was great. And Lee's just sitting there, it's like, that's oh, none of my business, <laughs> <laughs> but his, but he, you know, and those two actors are they play so well together because oh, yeah, his looks are like, and there she goes. I mean, he's like, yep. she's just, just kind of like, just sits there, he lets her do her thing. He knows he can't really stop her. <laughs> right. And so his expressions are just are hilarious, too. You know, yeah. they're, they're so good together. Yeah. yeah. But, um, okay, James, what were your thoughts, and Brian, too? What were your thoughts of uh, Stone Man expelling Philip, though? Again, I had another anxiety attack. I was just like, how do we mean to him? And, uh, and you know, and his father finally trusts the school. We finally got, Elizabeth finally got him to trust in the school. Mm-hmm. And now he's saying your son's slow or he can't. I mean, he's just like just dismissing him. Right. He's going he's, he's to bring down the whole class. He does it if it's great. I'm like, oh, my God, I want to jump through TV. Yep. <laughs> yep. I want to jump through I TV. I to shake him. And shake him, just saying, which, again, is another kind of um, contemporary thing. Right. With school testing and, you know, and, and school districting and all that kind of stuff. And. I just felt so bad for for Philip and his father because they're having such a hard time anyway. Yeah, I right. think it was also the way he was delivering yeah. the news. It was not professional and saying he's going to bring down the average it grade. Rude. It was like, rude. It was no. rude. It was rude. Um, I, I was just surprised he could get away with that. Well, well yeah. I mean, and, back then, and, I guess. And you know what? It is a very con- contemporary analogy, you know, to what our kids go through these days. But, you know, I think there, it's it's old school, new school. 
right? And Stoneman represents, you know, sort of the very paternalistic, uh, do as I say and not as I do. You know, I'm the boss. You you just uh, salute and, and keep your mouth shut, seen and not heard. Elizabeth's completely a, a, a more modern, embracing more modern teaching methods. And even, you know, going back to season one, she was the one that discovered sort of this dyslexia, right, yeah. in, in yeah. one of her students. So, you know, there, uh, Stoneman would miss that. Yes. Because he's old school. And if you don't conform to these rigid rules, then you're out. Mm-hmm. Right? That's very true. And I loved what Niall Matter, you know, who plays, you know, Mr. Cantrell, I loved how he, that was the first time I've actually really, I think, seen him as an actor in, in our show tear up. Yeah, he did. Because yeah. he was really locked into the idea of his son yes. getting a good education. And and uh, it was a powerful moment of, of disappointment, but also worry and fear and and, you know, that reflects back on him as a dad. You know, if my son's slow, is that true? How can that be? You know, a very powerful moment. And I think that also speaks to his character, too, because Elizabeth has always been pushing you need to do more. And then I think maybe him being in that position is like maybe I didn't do enough to the point mm-hmm. where his son is failing out. Right. Right. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a really good point. I just, I just think again, he said it, his eyes welling up and just such a great actor, of course. Yeah, um, I was just I had anxiety. I was just like, this is not fair. Right. I mean, seriously, watching this show, going, this is not fair. It's not fair. I felt so bad for Philip though, because he doesn't have really yeah. a choice in that matter. It's right. not no. his fault. No, it's not right, and and it's also completely unjust because the boy has not had a lot of schooling. So of course he's going to be a little behind the, the yeah. curve well, naturally, know, yeah. of everybody else. But that's what a good teacher does she takes each like you guys have said she takes each student and their specific needs into account Mm -hmm. as opposed to this one size fits all you know everybody holds their pencil a certain way uh right and if you don't if you don't conform to that hit the bricks well and we also saw elizabeth during the talk to the children she's like you you have to go through his classes during the day but at the end i can still tutor you which i thought that was great kind of working the system yeah yes i did like that too um (laughs) yeah like I, I did that with my dad. My dad. Um, Here, to, here's totally my homework, relevant. dad. Yeah. Uh, can no, you help no, me no. Out here? Totally relevant. I'll, a short little story. Totally relevant. Um, so my dad is a math teacher. He teaches the most advanced arithmetic, calculus, trig, all all the arithmetic that the normal human being hates. Um, but, but like in in class, uh, growing up, I didn't have like the best. Um, math teachers in grade school and high school but at the end of the day I would still go to my dad and be like can you teach me and help me so I would still go through the classes during the day but at the end I fortunately had another you know means of way to to learn the education and I think that that's what these kids are doing it's like they might not have the best teacher right now but they have another way to still learn what they need to right that's good wow interesting okay yeah I like that yeah yeah, like she was working. You said work the system. She's like, I'm still working out. Yeah, you like work that. the system. Work the system at the end of the day. Um, smart, great. Yes, and then I lo- I do love the children and all that. I felt so. And we saw may or we got the mention of a recital. Will we be seeing yes. that? I well, think, here it goes. I think probably we couldn't drop that in unless we're going to pay it off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because you did mention Bill Avery playing the guitar. Yeah. And Elizabeth singing. And I started laughing. I was like, uh, "Is going to sing all I need?" Just kidding. Uh, which made English. which made by the way Daniel Lissing very jealous. Uh, oh, funny. Yeah. He actually I had lunch with him today and he said that makes him very jealous. Well, next season. Next season. Next there season. you go. Just you know, in yeah. next season. Yes. There you, you go. You always have more opportunities for yeah. that. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Let's get to Ray, shall we? Ray's um, still stirring the pot, so to speak, <laughs> in uh, Hope Valley. Right. Um, we. We all kind of believe, or at least most of us believe, that Ray paid off Gowan so he can become the mayor, pay him off, put him in that position where Ray can get everything he wants for the railroad. Do you believe this? No, I don't like him. Remember, guys, I was on the fence saying, well, maybe the love of a good woman would, you know. But now he's dead to faith. I'm like, now I don't like you. So I don't trust anything he says. (laughs) I don't trust him at all about anything at this point. I think he was behind the whole Gowan thing. I think he's. He's yeah. I'm I'm, not, I'm I was I was on his side for a little tiny bit, but now I think he's just bad. Oh, I was never on his side. I know you were never, you were never on his <laughs> I side. Like, I did not trust Ray from the no. get go. No, and especially the way he's treating Faith too. Uh, yes, yeah, so I said very I saw presumptuous him. of of him. 
Yes. Alpha male coming out. Jer- Jeremy is a great bad guy, <laughs> and everything I've seen him in, <laughs> he, he knows how to work it. I, he was actually on a Hallmark Mis- Movies and Mysteries movie last night. That, oh, okay. yeah, with uh, Candace Cameron. Over at Key Garden. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he knows it. <laughs> Watch yes. <laughs> um, but I, I think, and I like the scene again. We have all these men on the show. When he say you made a bad idea to Carson, and Carson's like, oh, "Okay, whatever." Carson's like, "Sure." Mm-hmm. But what a right. threat! I know it's a threat to him. Yeah, he's threatening. I know. He his dark I, side. I, uh, yes. I'm gonna put my money on Carson. Uh, yes, yes, me too. I yeah. like Carson. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Well, we, we learned something about him too. This, this yes, we did. We finally got the reveal of the picture, the picture. that he was. Which I think yeah. you predicted that. I think, or one of us predicted this. Yeah, I, I, I said that. I thought that was probably his wife, yeah, or sweetheart, yeah. and sure enough, it was. Yeah. Well, in a town Perfect. full of widows. It's not a bad idea to bring a couple of widow yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. That, make, that makes sense. That's to true. To town, sure. right? Yeah. Now we got a couple now in there. Yeah, we did. I, I wonder if we'll learn more about what happened with him and his background. Yeah, I know. At least it's... <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine so. I would imagine so. so. Okay. Yes. I think so, too. But uh, we also see Bill is trying to get under this investigation of what happened mm-hmm. with Guy and who paid him off and who paid off the accountant for him to go away. Yes. Uh, hopefully hopefully we'll learn more about him, too. Well, you know what? The thing, the thing is, is that with Ray... Ray Wyatt. All I say is that he, he's a guy that covers his tracks. Okay, he's okay. he's in he's in the business of putting down tracks, right? He's covering his tracks. No, he's oh my God. He just very, punned you guys. He just punned. He's there very you go. good. There you go. He's, he's very good at what he does. He's very good at what he does. Both laying them down uh, and <laughs> picking them up. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I, I just, I, I like, so I like Bill because Bill to me is kind of the anti hero because yeah. he can go main directions. He's not really all bad or all mushy. He's somewhere in between. And I love right. that, that the show uses him wisely in situations because yeah. he can kind of go that direction or be really super nice at the same time. Uh, reluctantly, sometimes. And I, I like this episode was like he's going to try to figure this out because he does. He loves the town too. He loves the town. Yeah, yeah. He has friendships there, and I think I think he's invested also. He does. He doesn't mind taking his bonus money though along the way. No, oh, no yeah. he doesn't. <laughs> At least he's getting paid for it. Hey, that's not why you know a man is money. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's fine. <laughs> Make that's okay. it a good bonus. <laughs> if you want to pay me to investigate you? <laughs> sure. That's your problem. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why. That's why I love his character because he could kind of. That's something he would do. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of oh, that morally ambiguous yes interesting mm-hmm. character which we you know he's sort of the only one in the town who's not black and white I agree he sort of lives in the gray spaces I love it yeah, yeah. Uh, for it's him good. I love it he's, and Jack plays it so well Jack Wagner plays it so well right he's so good at that kind of roguish kind of like right but it's kind of biting wit and sarcasm but he can also be really sweet and nice at the same time so I kind of like that yeah. Jack Jack's not above needing a bag man <laughs> right <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna he's gonna stay above the law but yes. he doesn't mind having a bag man in, in the, the head that's right that's right <laughs> and Under, he's not undercover afraid, agent yeah he's yes. not afraid to get his hands dirty no not at all right. not at all and actually right. face the people that he needs to be facing. He faced Gowan in the street. He did. He, did. he must be thirsty. <laughs> that was great. That was a great line. I, I love like, that. Oh, that was so, zing. so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that was a good line too. I like that. Uh, I, yeah, I just I, I want to see what happened with Gowan and yeah. who paid him off. Yeah, I think it's Ray. But what yeah. happened to the accountant and get all those answers. Because Gowan really can't be just free again. Yeah, it's really frustrating to see Gowan back in this position of power. Yes. And he's misusing it. Oh, yes, boy. already. Already. Still. Make, making up yeah. for lost time. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And his terrible mentality of, like, well, I had a false allegation against me, and Elizabeth has to learn, too. Like, what, what? Is that? Yeah, what is that? I mean, like, yeah. And you're applying that to her situation? Right. That's not right. right. I totally agree with that. I right. It's it. understandable, but that's not right. Right. When the false allegation was against him was actually real. Yes. And right. hers isn't. Mm-hmm. You know, not not a good par- parallel. <sighs> No. Frustrating. Frustrating, but so good. It was so good. Uh, what are the Hardys saying, James? I want to say hello to the almost 140 Hardys who are watching. Hi, Hardy. Now, is it easier for you to see up there? Oh, yeah. easier for me? I can yeah. read that. So let's read some names out to everybody who are out there. Hey there, uh, Janet Smoot. Janet Stevens. Oh, that's Janet Stevens. Yes. Yeah, yeah, my friend. Hi, Janet. Yeah, yes. she, she runs our Instagram page. I know. She's, she's yeah. wow, We love her. Yeah, and Lisa, great photographer who yes. helped us at the family reunion. There's Deb, Deb, Deborah, Debbie Bailey. Yeah, we right love there. Debbie Bailey, of course. Joyce Keeler, Donna, Emily Johnson, who's a great fan of this show and of ours. 
Yes. Hi, Hardys. Let's yeah. see if there's any more. Um, Trisha Cal- Calstein is in. She's great. Um, let's see if the names are going up. Kenzie there Morris, we go. There we go. Laura Pearson. Laura McKenney. Cassie Murphy. Kelly Thug. Ari Brianna Aguiar. Lori Meeker. There we go. Kenzie <laughs> yeah. Morris. Yeah. There we go. We got a lot of them there. They're, they're uh, all in there. They're, they're all excited to see you. They're here for you. Well, I'm thrilled to be seen. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to be seen. It was all right. It's nice right. to be seen. It is nice. Let's, so let's track back just a yes. little bit yeah. when uh, Elizabeth is back talking to Thomas Higgins. She talks to her friend Francine also, mm-hmm. who might have gone through this exact same situation. Mm-hmm. Do you think Francine is lying? Because I yes. sure do. Yes. Yes, totally. Yes. yes. Immediately she I went have on. Nothing to say bad about her at all. Like, what way to the girl? Uh, Come are on. you kidding me? Oh, like, immediately she went on the defense and she started blinking a lot. Pure <laughs> indication that she's right. lying. She watches right. Criminal Minds, stuff like that. Right. Criminal Minds, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> like Holmes. I, I watch too many crime shows <laughs> yeah. to know when someone's telling you not telling the truth. Well, this is a process, right, for a young woman who may may or may not have gone through some other sort of harassment like Elizabeth has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it took Elizabeth a long time to actually reveal what happened to her. Yeah. Right? This is not something that comes immediately, and it the defense posture, you know, for Francine is, you know, kind of understandable. No, it's all yes, it is. And um, but I don't think she's going to take as long as Elizabeth to come to come to her senses. Okay. Okay. Well, we hope we hope not. (laughs) We hope not. Yes. Yeah, we hope not. Especially uh, Abigail said a great line, but the good news is you don't have to fight alone. And I think women standing together against you know this issue together, you have a better chances of winning. Right. I agree. I do agree with that. But again, it's also showing that women back then are starting to stand up. They're not yeah. just they're not just in the kitchens. They're not just you know, they're actually taking tackling. You know, like we're having yeah. Abigail Mayer for a little bit. It was just a great. She stood up to the men. Right. She did. She took her strength that she had normally and used it for in other areas. We got to see that a little bit. And the women in other town, we've seen that a little bit. They're using yep. it. Yep. And I always think it's kind of interesting to think of Abigail as mayor and she can't even vote yet. Right, I know. It's a progressive town. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, it's a progressive town. Let's get into Jack. Yes, um, he has to go to Cape Fullerton get news from the the Northern Territories that's causing issues, full out war. And did you hear the line um, that Colin says they have a full reallocation of men to the Northern positions, five divisions at least? I'm like, oh no, Jack is going up there. Yep, I Jack is going up there. Yeah, well, he has to. I've been calling it. He's been calling like, it, yeah. but he has to. He has to go up there. He has, he has to. to. But this Call of Duty of his, I mean, yeah. you can see he's torn with not yes. being there. Yep. I think it, and it's a very mounty thing. I mean, I'm sure he's saying, I mean, he loves the town. He loves Elizabeth. He loves yeah. the town. But he has a sense of duty. He's a Call of Duty sense of duty, whatever you want to call it. It's there, isn't it? I, f- I thought it was very interesting when he got his medal a couple of episodes ago that his, his line was, the Mounties are my destiny. Uh. <laughs> I'll just Not leave it Elizabeth? at that. <laughs> no. Stir in a pot. No. Leave, 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 leave it there. Yes, that's right. No, that's a great. That's a great line. Oh, that's I, mean, I, just, true. I just, I just, I just feel like since that medal that he has been feeling kind of, I don't know, so to say, conflicted or torn, but just like feeling like, wow, this sense of this, this is what I came in. I, I want to be a Mountie. Well, you know, it was really interesting this year is the the idea that Robin and her, and her team came up with is that these gun runners, yeah, are like a cartel. Oh, right? right okay, in right, South yeah. America, these yeah. they're yeah. tough. Uh, they're, they outgun the Mounties. Mm-hmm. They outman the Mounties. That's a war. Yeah. That's not just you know criminals mm-hmm. that they got to root out. That's a war between a cartel and the good guys. Yeah. And um, you know, a war like that uh, needs good leaders. And um, you know, the pressure on a young man who's a good leader, but who's also very much in love with the place he lives yeah. and the woman that he loves. Great inner turmoil. Uh, as Aristotle said, great drama. From great drama comes great conflict and and the other way around. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. They go hand in hand. Well, look yeah. at it also in a, in a way, in a male, look at it in a male way also, how there are times when we have our own careers won't be there for our families. I right. mean, I used to hate leaving my daughters sometimes, and I would be gone for a week and a half, and it looks in right. their faces. But my call of duty was, I love this job that I'm doing. I have to go away. Yes. And it's going to serve all of us at some point. But so I say it's, very, it's, again, one of those age-old things for men. Completely. Because we're, yeah. the, we're the ones who are out 
the hunters, you know, we're, we're doing all we're doing this what we do. Right. But also, we got to be sensitive and be there for the ones at home. My my daughter Mackenzie, my youngest daughter, uh, she's sixteen. Uh, mm. She 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 told me this last week. She said, "Dad, you know what my love language is? Because there's like a test you can right, take. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Love languages. Love language. yeah, language. yeah. She said my love language is quality time. It was like a knife in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Big Shot, you know, traveling around and making, you know, TV shows and movies. You know. Hint, hint. Yeah. Thanks, sweetie. I, I, I get it. So. I get it. Yeah. But, but, it's, but that's, that's, that's not the age-old thing for us men because we're taught to you get that job. You take right. care of the family. Mm-hmm. You take care of the community. You take care right. of... Bread the, on the table. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like we're not taught to Bring just... the bacon home. It, I love some bacon. <laughs> um, but yeah, but, but it's, it's one of those things that I think, and you just expressed like, but we've all, all men who have that have gone through that. So I think seeing Jack we can relate to that and go wow that must be tough for him because he loves Elizabeth he loves his town he right. does and he's just very torn too and yeah. I'm like he's aware of that yeah um, because and I think and I think it was great that Bill even says like yeah, yeah you, you had that call of duty but you're the one who has to make that decision yeah like you right. do have a duty towards Hope Valley mm-hmm. and don't go running towards trouble right right but if it calls you well you what happens answer. you know if you don't and the the uh, the Huns take over the world Right, the cartel mm. yeah. basically runs rampant, and right. all of a sudden they're on your doorstep now in your town. You know, there's something to be said for the call of duty, and mm-hmm. you know, we we all need to thank the people that sit, step up and yeah. say, you know what, yes, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my life on the line to to protect my people and to you know to root out injustice. So you got injustice playing sort of at multiple levels in this mm-hmm. in this episode, and and. Honestly, for the rest of the season. <laughs> Ooh, okay, for the rest of the season. Okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. I, I loved how Jack did stick up for Elizabeth, too, you know, to speaking to Gavin. It's like, he did, she doesn't deserve this. She only She's the only one who had guts to stand up to the railroad. I was like, yeah, Jack, you defend your mm, yes, woman. Did. Did. Um, and then also at the end when he's just encouraging her, it's like, no one can stop you from what you're meant to do. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, what a man. What a man. There's two great scenes with them where if we, I felt like they both leaned on each other. When she, when she kind of just starts to cry, but the whole teaching thing, and she falls into his arms, and then later he finds out that Doug dies, and Doug he falls into her arms. Mm-hmm. It's like you're showing this true partnership. Right. And it shows how much their relationship has, like how far their relationship has come, because they now know without words, they know when something's bothering each other. Right, and when you when you can be vulnerable in each other's company and not have to play a tough guy or everything's good all the time, you know, uh, it's a it's a powerful relationship that's evolved here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It was like it was just kind of like oh, and, and Jack, you know, Daniel listening, you know, gets the, the tears in his eyes as Jack, and it just, it just hugs her. There was, there was no words to be said. It's like, he's missing his... His friend died, but also now this could mean something else. Earlier, she's a teacher. She goes, this is what I am. This is what I came to do. And now it's taken away from me, and, and he's just there for her. There was... We didn't talk or anything. They just need mm-hmm. a hug. Just like, Sometimes that's all you need. It's just the, a hug. Those tender moments where right. they just have each other for support. Right. Emotional support. Emotional support. Especially mm-hmm. at the end. Uh, rest in peace, Doug. I know. He was... Oh, I saw it coming. She did. She saw I it coming. That. She predicted this. I predicted that. He was, so, he was too nice. He <laughs> was too nice. I was like, you cannot get attached to this guy. Nope. <laughs> she didn't say that. <laughs> nope. Yeah, when you when uh, when Jack watches his girlfriend dancing, <laughs> I'm going to last dance with Doug. It's sort of, you know, the writing's on the wall. There. The fans were not happy about oh, that. True. I know. We were sitting there. I, was like, I, I thought it was, it was innocent to me, but they, they, they didn't. Know, they didn't yeah, I, did, I didn't mind that. <laughs> I, had, I had some fun okay. with some uh, some screen grabs on that one <laughs> with the Hardys. <laughs> but yeah, so there, but there, Jack and Elizabeth come a long way to now where they're now in tune with each other so that's kind of a that's a good thing yeah not threatened not threatened no not threatened not at all anything else about this episode James I love I again this is becoming my favorite season because I'm able to relate to it and I just had a, because you had an epiphany today about my left handedness uh, <laughs> it's hard being left handed out there it's hard well you're um, very creative I'm very creative I am a creative yeah. person I'm actually a very creative person um, mm-hmm. but it's very much the season is really 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 packed full of good stuff mm. um, good drama and the one thing I want to ask I want you to tell people because I'm, I'm trying to get together all the male hardies out there tell people out there why men should watch the show you know what? Um, I, I'll I'll give the same answer that I would have given back in the days when I was doing a show called Touch by an Angel. Yes, 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 right? yes, yes. Um, yes. We all have, all of us, men, women, children, no matter where we come from, what era we come from, what epic we come from, 
we all have violin strings running through our, our hearts and our, our souls, right? And those strings are tuned to these themes. Courage, redemption, forgiveness, sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? Uh, um, uh, banding together mm-hmm. with one another. All of us. doesn't matter where you come from, what color your skin is. Yep. We're all there. And men and women and kids and people of all shapes, sizes, you know, everything mm-hmm. need have those strings. Mm-hmm. We're plucking them for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, men, step up. You don't lose your man card if you watch When Calls the Heart. Ever. Thank you. Thank you. Ever. In fact, you get you get a lifetime membership of the yes. man card. Yeah. Yes. And from me. I, I'm, I'm uh, making a ruling right now on that. I, like that. I love it. I love it. And, you know, we, we have a lot of men who do watch this do show. Watch show. They need a... Um, we we need to get more. Yes, because it's not just for the women. No, it isn't. And some I've met some other male hearties, and some of them do watch it with their wives and girlfriends, right. which is a great thing. Bringing right. couples together, yes, right. that's good. But there's others. I'm like, you should tune in. Should I watch? It? Should I watch the show? It's re- it's really good. Like, watch the show. You'll find something in there for you. And it spans right. all demographics. Yes, not I just agree. you know genders, but like demographics. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, we saw an Asian in there. You got an Asian there. Paul Black's there, too. Yes, you did. We got a little more inclusive in Hope Valley with all the growth this year. And, you know, and the new business is coming to town. There's there's lots of opportunity for a lot of people. And I hope we'll be able to actually continue to explore that if if we're fortunate enough to have more episodes. Yeah. Five. five, Honestly, yeah. There's... uh, uh, we have a, a great, you know, Hardy back in New Jersey, uh, Donna Cohen, uh, who is, oh, a, yeah. is Jew- Jewish, and she's yes. been at the reun- reunion. Um, she and her husband are, are Jewish family, and, and she's wondering if we're ever going to have a story that revolves around oh, yeah. okay. a Jewish family coming to town. And that's absolutely a great idea yeah, for is. this yeah. show. See the you know the Christianity and how right. that ties into one another and how people deal with different types of beliefs. Right. Yeah, I think that'd be well. As I told Donna and Donna, if you're watching, hi. I don't know if you are. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, there she is. There oh. she is. There she is. <laughs> so we've had Jewish yeah. families here at LOL. That's right. Yep. You know, the, our, what we try to do on One Calls a Heart is it's not a you know I wouldn't call it a Christian show. What I would do is call it a show about the great virtues that really exist in most of the world's religions, yeah. they yeah. sort of overlap, yeah, right? that's true. And, you know, for those who are Christians, those who are Jewish, those who are, you know, of any faith, really, you know, I think there's wonderful uh, principles that we celebrate that exist in all those religions. And, you know, for those who say, you know, this is a Christian show, I, I just, I say, it's a God show. It's right. a family yeah. show. It's a community show. And, um, and for those who keep insisting and say, <laughs> I, I say, well, guess what? Jewish folks had Jesus before we did. They sure did. <laughs> That's right. They sure did. Right? Right. Uh, and he's, everybody gets a piece of him <laughs> if they want him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> that is very true. That's very and, true. And speaking of Christianity, yeah. uh, we had some fun questions from the Hardys from fans of When Calls oh, the Heart on okay. Facebook. Christina Chen asks, has anyone ever said they became Christian just by watching the show? Interesting. I've not heard that specifically. Um, But again, you know, we're hearing bits and pieces and we see some, you know, messages on Facebook and and tweets that come. I've never heard that specifically, that story. I think, you know, the best use of of television is to stir up, stir up, stir up, uh, soul cravings. Mm. And everybody, okay. right? For goodness, for mercy, for for the for for again those those themes that resonate with most faiths, right? Forgiveness, redemption, mercy, charity, having grace mm-hmm. with people, giving people grace mm-hmm. to make mistakes. No. Those are very Christian themes. And if if we've done our job right, uh, as my pastor for many years, who, whose name is Rick Warren, uh, oh, yeah. who wrote The mm-hmm. Purpose Driven Life, yes. and I was a member of that church for 20 years until I moved to Colorado. Yeah. He told me, he said, if, if, he, he said, Brian, if, if, if what you do with your work just moves people to the door of my tent, 
I'll do the rest. <laughs> I can deliver them there, and I'll do the yes. I'll right? do the rest. Yes. Start. Right. So this, we just want for people to to appreciate the virtues that have sort of been lost in our culture. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't. I don't think they've been lost. I think they're still there. Oh, no, I just there. don't think they get their due on television or in mm-hmm. the media. They're they're not celebrated like they used to be. Uh, when we had shows that whole families could watch together. I so agree with that. Yeah. I hope that's. It's a very long-winded answer for that question, but I hope that's that oh, satisfies. That's James, did you have a question from one of the Hardys? Yes, um, and uh, I believe her name was Rebecca. I forgot, I forgot the last name. I'll say Rebecca. I'll say her. Um, <laughs> just want to know what do you think are like three things that make your, your make your show successful? Like to work a show successful. Great question. Um, I think first of all, having a network believe in a show like this. Okay. In this day and age, you don't look. the The media has blown up into a thousand different, you know, <laughs> channels and and not a thousand, but a lot. Yeah, a lot. And you know, look, there are this year four hundred and fifty five scripted programs on TV. You guys are going to have after buzz shows for <laughs> ever <laughs> with, I know. with all the with all the shows that right, you could no, cover. Yeah, yeah. And um, and we're one of them. Right. Right. I would and those are scripted programs. That's right. not that's not reality. Right. That's not game shows. That's right. just the scripted original dramas. I would I would bet you that you couldn't name 5 that a whole family could watch together. You're right. Okay? So one, you got to have a network that believes actually that they care whether yeah. a whole family uh, can watch a show together. And uh, gee, the Hallmark Channel is is part of the company that brings us Hallmark cards. Yes, yes, I know. Right? Uh, uh, what a shock! Right? <laughs> right? The, b- teaches us how to how to give gifts gifts mm-hmm, to each other mm-hmm. of, of beauty and, and poetry and, and and wonderful thoughts and inspirations. So that's one uh, uh, a, a a network to believe in a show like yeah. this. Two, I think you have to have people that work in the business craftspeople. Who believe okay. in how to make the show? Okay. Yeah. That they want to make a show like this. There's not a lot that do anymore. Yeah. They want to make zombies and and uh, you know and and, uh, and and werewolves and dead bodies and all that. So you have to have crafts people that actually want to do this. And okay. we hear from people all the time. Hey, can we come be on your show? Oh wow! We're tired of blowing stuff up. We want to do something <laughs> that our kids can watch. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Up in, up in Vancouver where we film. And third. You got to have an audience that's starved to death, and they are, mm. right? Hallmark Channel provides food to starving people. That's 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 what I see, because no one else is feeding them, and in the rush to make edgy material. And look, I watch some of those other shows. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. good. You guys cover the yeah. cover the whole gamut of, of yeah. shows. They're they're well made. They're, the production value is strong. Mm-hmm. The storytelling mm-hmm. is good, but they are dark a lot yes. of times. Yes. And they yes. become cynical, and you know, for so the audience, the Hardys, the worldwide Hardy movement, and all the fans of When Calls a Heart who don't know their Hardys yet, yes, right, right, right. Yeah. who need to find out how to be <laughs> yes, Hardys, be a Hardy. Um, you have to have an audience that has a need, mm-hmm. right? We are meeting that need. We are providing them. We are providing food to starving people. So. I hope that's a good answer. It's a good answer. Yeah. I always call this, uh, this is comfort food for me. Yes. It is. It's comfort food. When I turn it on, I feel good. I'm full. I'm satiated. I feel good. I go to sleep. And if it was a sugar donut, <laughs> <laughs> you'd get a buzz and yes, you wouldn't exactly. be able to go to sleep exactly. and not be satisfied and be hungry for, in five seconds for another exactly. healthy either. <laughs> no, this is like a pot roast and some mashed there you potatoes. Go. Meat and potatoes. That's right, exactly. Pie. I would go to sleep after and pie afterwards. Yep. Pot, pot stirring. Yes, pot, well. oh, pot stirring. How <laughs> funny which is that? Which you love doing. Speaking of which, I have something for you, Brian. Yes, yes, oh, for you. Okay. Yes, so it does. This okay. is, I, I had a premature notion that you were going to come back on our show, so I got this like, I love back. It. And I have no idea what this is. HFR2 time, so I've had this for a while. So this uh, is for okay. you to enjoy. Okay. Because you. Yeah, okay to open it here? Oh, on, yeah, on, absolutely. On, oh, yes. on After Buzz TV. All right. Of course. This is going to do that. Nice reveal. Everyone. Okay. okay. I think you'll I, enjoy I this. Feeling, I have a feeling I know what's going <laughs> on. Oh, that's my phone. I, oh, my God. <laughs> Here but, we go. Yes. Here uh, we go, Hardys. Oh, hey. hey. It's Hardys. It, I hope that's a heart. It oh, yeah. It's a, a heart. It's a heart this way. It's something else if you hold it <laughs> yes, this way. Right. Yes. Uh, 
<laughs> it is a heart-shaped wooden spoon I'm going to use this uh, with gusto. Yes. Well, well, the thing is, okay, this is the reason why. I'm giving you a literal spoon so we can hopefully take away the metaphorical one. <laughs> that I love you it. I love so it. Much. I love it. Um, in- because, because you really are, <laughs> because we are involved, the actors are involved, but for the executive producer to be really involved with the frontline hardies, you really are. Well, I, you know, I kind of tease my partners on this show, you know, Brad and Michael and Robin Bernheim and some of the others. I say, guys, uh, feel free to step up and stir the pot anytime you (laughs) want. I don't have to do it all myself. I'm happy to keep doing it. But, you know, uh, but, you know, you know why uh, this started and you guys caught the sort of the vision for this and the fever for this when you started, you know, doing your show on recaps on our show. Um, we when in season one when the Hardys began to sort of bubble up okay. on Twitter, you know, a lot of people thought, oh well, we just you know had a mar- marketing firm, you know, build uh, us a okay, movie. Okay, yeah, not true. This no. was completely grassroots, completely organic because of that thing I said about people were hungry and we gave them food. They responded because we pleased them. We, they responded because they needed what we're, we're offering. And um, so when I began to talk to, you know, Aaron and Daniel and Lori and Jack and the rest of our cast, I said, you know what? I've never ac- encountered this before on any other show that I've been involved with, wow. this sort of organic grassroots movement. But every Hardy deserves an answer, <laughs> right? Whether yeah. it's a tweet or a shout out or whatever, and and uh, it it's not a big commitment of time no. to to go on during the show and and send some tweets if you're an actor, and you know what? Guess what? A bunch of other shows are starting to do that now yeah. too. Yeah. So yeah. I, I feel like we, you know, and others have good ideas about yeah. how to respond to their to their fan group, but fan base, but. You know, uh, it works, and what it and what it does is it fosters loyalty, and it fosters friendship, and fosters community, and that's what the Hardys are. They are a community. They're, they, yes. they, I, yes, I believe they will continue far long after the I show agree. is finished. I and, agree. You know, twenty years from now. So, uh, you know, when we finish twenty years from now. Uh, yes, so. exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> season twenty. No, we still got right. a few seasons to go. Because, because yeah. I, I mean, guys, I said it at HFR too. I said it when I did my testimonial. It's a movement. It's this I've never seen before. I mean, I mean, I do soap shows. And I mean, there's there's like there's fan bases, right? But this is more like a they get together. I've been to, we went to a tea last year for the SoCal yeah. Hardies. I did a FaceTime with another South Texas Hardies. I mean, like they really get together, right? And share each other's problems, hopes, dreams, love beyond the show. Well, when, you know, you guys were at the Hardy's family reunion, the second one we did in Vancouver in uh, early December, and that Friday night, where it was open mic, mm-hmm. when you got up and gave a, a shout-out and a testimony, it was testimony time. It, it, was. Was, yeah. it was. It was church. It was. It was kind of like was. church, right? And it's not like we're trying to replace church no, for people. It no. just happens to, it comes to be when people... You know, love something so much, and they want to become friends with other people who have an affinity for what they love, mm-hmm. and you know that's powerful. That's powerful. That's that is a movement. It's a movement. I, yeah. I said I will never do anything to the Hardys. I will always be a Hardy. <laughs> um, like, they were there for me in tough times. I mean, seriously, I will. Yeah. I'm humbled by them. Right. I know you are trying to resist too. too. Absolutely. I just I will always be on their side for stuff. Yeah, Absolutely. no other show does it like no other the show. Hardys do. No other show, yeah. seriously. No, but other show. that starts from the great show the that you guys put yep. on. Yep, so. yep, a show and a cast and crew that believe in the vision of 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 making community and a network that says we do too, yep. right? Yep. You know, it was the network's idea to put hashtag Hardy up on the screen in season one. Oh, wow. That wasn't our idea. Oh, okay. They no. said, we love the fact that this these people are, are coming, you know, up out of the out of the grassroots to mm-hmm. love the show. We're going to give them love back and we're going to help them grow. And, you know, major vision, you know, by the by Hallmark Channel to, to embrace that. Smart. Because a lot of, you know, honestly, a lot of networks and producers and so forth, the more clutter that gets on the screen, they're not crazy about yes. that. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it, it takes away from the experience. 
that's one piece of clutter. We, we'll <laughs> yeah. take every every, <laughs> every, time time. Can, every time we can get it, right? Yeah. And especially thanks to Marissa, because she's the one who brought it to this network. And I get to you, she's the one who brought me to it. Wow. And brought it to this network. I didn't know this. I didn't know the show until right. she told me about it. Because there's 455 other shows. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and she told me I binge watched like two, three, three seasons at once. I mean, I, I binge watched two seasons at once and the movie, and I loved it. Right. I was I was in, and she's like, "Do a show together, let's do it." Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, and the fact that we could form a panel and talk about it every week, you know, makes me happy because honestly, this this show gets me, got me through like unhappy times, mm-hmm. and just Hallmark itself has always been there for for me to enjoy and for uh, other people to enjoy. But you know, the show means a lot to me as well. Same here. We and we so. actually get giddy. When we get here. We're so <laughs> excited to see each other to talk. About, we're excited to talk about it. And I do a lot of shows here, and this is one of the features I really am excited to talk mm-hmm. about every week. Oh, it's an honor. We, we, it's, an honor, it's an honor for us. I mean, it's yeah, an it's an honor for you to be here once yes. again yes. in our presence yes. talking about this. Same for me. Uh, thank you. So b- before we go, you do have something coming up for you, Kids yes. for Christ? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, um, you know, I, I don't like to, like, mix <laughs> my food on the plate. I like to have, mix you know, away. You have my, a spoon. my food in different places. But, I, I, but, but the Hardys have actually, embraced you know, it. embraced it. And, yeah, this movie is coming out in three weeks uh, from okay now on on april 7th and uh it's a really i'm very honored and proud of this movie i think it's i think people are really gonna like it and enjoy it and it's a true story i love telling true stories uh several of the movies i've written and produced are true story movies and i i just think true stories you know for the audience you put yourself in their shoes right because it really happened they say well what would i do if i i were in their shoes and so anyway i'm thank you for mentioning that uh i i'm hopeful that it will stir up more cravings (laughs) uh you know for folks that that come to see it so april 7th april 7th case of christ right Yes, case for. I don't know if we said the name. If we said the name. Oh yeah, I didn't. Yeah, okay. you can though. <laughs> also, with Erica Christensen, who's yes. been in Hallmark, and she's yes. great in Parenthood as well. Er- but, Erica, yeah. Mike Vogel, uh, yeah. around for a long time. Fantastic yeah. actor, Faye Dunaway. Mm-hmm. Yes. Robert Forster, Frankie Faison. Yeah, some good actors. Uh, yeah. We got Amazing. some great actors yes. in this movie. And so I'm very, you know, thrilled and, and honored. But we'll always say, if you don't see it, be it. If you don't see it, create it. Love it. Right? Yes. Love it. Yeah. It's great. I love it, too. All right, before we go, no. we got to do no. predictions. <laughs> okay. I'm scared. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> So good. So I was t- telling James earlier, I was like, that all my predictions so far this season have been scary on point guys, to the point I shouldn't be doing predictions. Yeah, she's anymore. been right on, you guys. Yeah, right I was on. like, I'm, I'm debating whether I should tell my predictions because I don't want people to think I'm spoiling anything. Right, because you're not. She doesn't know, any, she doesn't not, know anything. She's I completely anything. avoid the spoilers because I can't stand Same being here. spoiled Same myself. Here. I'm just. Intuitive. Same here. <laughs> <No>. um, James, <laughs> I, don't Go for you. It. I'm like, I'm all, I mean, I just, I, I, you know, this next the preview was crazy, and um, and I'm trying to think. My, but see, I, my prediction is going to be that it's not going to be an engagement. <laughs> it's going to be a loving moment before he leaves. That's my prediction. It's going to be a romantic moment because it's going to go off, and then it'll be romantic. I, I think we think it's going to be an engagement. I don't think it's going to be an engagement. Are you kidding me? Why would you set up 150 plus candles out in the yard if Back you're not going to gonna engage Back to me? Back to school no. night. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say this is an actual engagement. Okay. I'm surprised it, if it is an engagement. If it came, it came earlier in the season than I was kind of expecting. Maybe that to be the end. But so that's, what, that's what I keep thinking it's going to be at the, the end. the finale. But but why would you put 150 candles out in the yard just to say I love you if you're not going to? It is romantic. Engaged? Cause it's romantic. It's, it's absolute romance. If I'm gonna spend that time putting candles out in the yard, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, "Can you marry me?" It's like uh, some some sort of Canadian Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, or something. I was like, like, yeah, exactly. This is what you do in Canada. They just kind of you know. They're like, no, 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 James. They were, yeah, I know. You guys, I know you guys want the engagement. All those candles. Yeah, I, I know you want the engagement. Of course, I definitely think it's an engagement. I love Marissa's face. <laughs> I said that. I love. I think it's an engagement. Well, I will just say I. Can neither confirm nor deny no, that. Of course, of Senator. Course. Senator. Oh, <laughs> um, Jack is offered a new division. Yes, uh, he's going Because we see Colin is, actually comes back to Hope Valley and yeah. actually tells him. Yeah. So, and, and I feel like something uh, a serious um, thing, a situation like that, you actually have to say it in person, not yeah. via telegram. So I was like, Jack, we need you. Mm-hmm. That also extends to my previous prediction yes, too. Jack is going to go now. He's, the Call of Duty is actually calling him. 
yeah. is going to go. I think so. And World War One is about to start. Yes. I mean, we're still in spring mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. It starts August 1914. 14. 15, 15, yeah, 1914. Yeah, yeah 1914. I was backtracking. Um, yeah, I, I think that'll also lead into just World War One, which yeah. is not going to be pretty either. Yeah. I, I have a prediction that there's going to be a romantic triangle. Another one? Yes. This will be, I think it's going to be somewhere. With who? I, just, I think it's going, to be, it's going to be one of the, one of the major characters, so I'm going to say. I have a feeling. I just had this feeling. Okay. Also, I, I say um, there's going to be a cliffhanger now. If the engagement's not going to be the last thing that we see oh, in the right. show, oh, right. um, and it's not going to be the finale, I, I feel like the finale now now that Jack is off and fighting the good fight that there's going to be a cliffhanger at the end that maybe Jack is in a near death situation and it just cuts to black and we're like what's cuts happening? To black. Cuts to black. What's happening? Ooh. And they're not even married yet. He has to live so they can get married. <laughs> well, you should all know by now that we love cliffhangers. On yes, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I could predict another cliffhanger if that's <laughs> I agree the that. way we're going. I agree with that. If, if, yeah, if we, if we go, yeah, if we go the way you think it might go next week, then yes, it's going to be a big yeah. cliffhanger. If the engagement's not the last thing we see, then it's going to be a cliffhanger where we're holding our breath still. So yes, I, well, my prediction is they have to be the next engagement. I don't think anybody else can get engaged before them again. I think oh, yeah. yeah, I think we already got Rosemary and Lee married. I think everybody like Abigail and they'll have to wait till afterwards. They're, they're <laughs> the next engagement. They're the next engagement. Agreed, agreed. And then the wedding could be next season. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> yeah, we we actually have a network that has to uh, oh, yeah, prove that. So. Okay. okay, well, network. My prediction is they're going to do it. Betting. Season five is going to happen. It's yeah, happen. I, had, I still want to. that to happen. Yes. But engagement, it looks like it. Okay. I'm all happy. All I'm all giddy yet over here. All right, thank you so much for joining us yes. once again, my, Brian. My pleasure. You're fantastic. You guys, you guys are awesome to be with. Uh-huh. You. Well, it. you're welcome back any Anytime. Thank you. Anytime. Anytime. Thank you. So in the meantime, where can yes. everyone keep following you? Social media, the show, yeah, the movie? Yeah, BRBird at Twitter, B-R-B-I-R-D uh, on Twitter. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm wide open on Facebook. Everybody who wants to be my friend can be my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until I hit that number that oh, uh, where right. you have to, you know, do something different. I, I'm not even sure what that is, but uh, well, uh, it's five thousand. I think it's five thousand. Yeah. I don't know. Me either. <laughs> yeah, and I'm on Instagram sometimes. I probably am not as good about that as I should be. But also be at br bird there. In your movie, April seventh. Yeah, April seventh. Yep, Case for Christ, April seventh. Yes. Very good, James. You can follow me at James Lodge on all social media platforms everywhere, and just follow me there. Great, and you can follow me on Twitter at TV. You can follow all of us here on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those fun social media platforms at AfterBuzzTV. Keep rating, keep commenting, keep subscribing, keep watching the show because something good is about to happen yes, next episode. Yes, yes, yes. And we're, we want season five. All right, thank you, Hardies, <laughs> and we will see you next see you, time. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.